kind of it gives me goosebumps because it's it's even if it's not the psychic stuff and it's more the spiritual guidance stuff which I never knew existed or even knew I needed or wanted to hear that kind of thing um that just any every time I leave you or meet with you I leave so inspired and so motivated and so just like mentally in this amazing headspace that it's just such a it's such a strong feeling hi i'm kirsten leo and this is the light path podcast brought to you by the lightpathcollective.com I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Nikki, welcome to the Light Path Podcast. Finally, I wanted to capture you here for a while. I know, I know. You've been trying to get me on here and here. (laughs) And all the glory. I finally convinced her. Maybe I bribed her. Well, don't worry about that. But she's here. That's all we need to know. You didn't bribe me. No, I didn't. I, I came willingly. <laughs> well, before we kick it off um, and we get to know the absolute magnificence of you and how fun you are, let us have a little insight into your psyche and share with us your favorite quote. All right. It's definitely a quote that, I mean, <clears throat> I grew up like modeling and being quite alone and being, you know, in a, in a world that was all about sort of appearance and and mm. how you were. So for me, sort of growing up unique and being strong within my differences was something that really, um, you know, was something I always honed in on. So a quote that is quite sort of um, strong for me is one that says, um, in order to be irreplaceable, you have to show your differences. And I just feel like that's such a strong one because it just shows you don't need to follow trends you don't need to be like other people you just need to be unique and true to yourself and you know you're irreplaceable so how I mean you started modeling really young how like how were you able to go through those adolescent years and those young adult years kind of staying true to yourself because the thing I love about you most is that yes so you're a model so like you're gorgeous but the personality that comes through especially on your socials, I freaking mm. adore it. And you are unique. You're you. You're weirdo. But that's why we love you. <laughs> but there's, you know, there's the opener that? right there. I got welcome my friend. She's a little strange. <laughs> this is my special friend, Nikki. Let's just hold our judgment. No. Um, but like, you know, you might like it would have been really challenging to yeah. You know, because it is all about sameness and what is is right for the consumer in terms of the work you were doing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think the thing that got me through everything was family. I have such yeah. an incredible bond with my family. And even though a lot of people were like, I can't believe they let you go when you were so young and all of this. I mean, obviously times were very different back then. And I just feel like I always knew that I had their support and their strength and they trusted me. And I just, just that bond that we always held, I just knew that there was just so much love and, and, um, you know, strength behind me. And they just kept me humble. They kept me grounded. They kept me humble. And from that, I mean, sure, growing up, you know, looking back, I should say, it was a very interesting industry to be involved in. And, Mm. you know, I definitely grew up with, body dysmorphia and you know I knew everything yeah. wrong would with you myself have, um, would you have burst in on the scene around that 
heroin um heroin chic kind of phase was that your oh yeah 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 Yeah. wow it was yeah it was definitely like you would rock up and it would be like you you know they'd tell you everything that was wrong with you not symmetrical Mm. face you know oh your nail beds aren't great you know oh we would have liked your hips to be a little you know like the most stupidest thing what's a nail bed is that like like your nails like oh we don't like your nails your hand can't be in shot like just stupid things and it was definitely the era of just sort of attacking people for for what they look like you know and and now I'm I love the industry for what it has grown to be with different sizes and you know every embrace everything that you have and and that's you know okay and back when I was doing it that that just wasn't the case so I guess after you know like I it was a roller coaster ride I'm not going to say it was all you know fluffy ducks um there was definitely hard times but I think one thing that I did come out of it with was a sense of humor <laughs> because I had to almost, you know, kind of ground myself as well and, and kind of took to comedy with that. Just, just like, okay, this industry is a bit of a joke. Oh, somebody told me that my left nostril is bigger than my right and I've got a loopy eye. So, you know, like I played on that kind of stuff and that's what helped me get through. And, um, you know, it was, yeah, it's, it, it kind of gives me the shivers when I think back onto that whole industry and what it used to be. Well, yeah, hopefully the change is genuine. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Good. It is genuine. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm nervous if any of my kids want to. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. yeah. Would you let them? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm all about whatever you want to be. Hmm. I will support you no matter what. Um, and, you know, it's something that I certainly, and my husband, he was like in the music industry. So we both live these ah, overseas. Was he? Okay. Yeah, these overseas kind of like public lives. So you know, we're, we're very supportive of what our kids do, but we at the same time know, and we'll definitely pull them in and be like, you know, you're just this kid from here. Don't, don't yeah. forget about, you know, the, all, the, all the little people. But and, um, well, that's what I love about you, your groundedness and the fact that your humor is about that self-deprecating fun yeah, kind of humor. And that's what really yeah. drew me to you. Well, I think what is definitely important now is to be true to yourself and also show that to other people. Mm. So, you know, I don't want to leave my house and walk up to a cafe or go see someone and then be like, oh, I'm just waiting for Nikki. I don't want to catfish anyone. This is me. This is what I look like. I don't use filters. I don't use anything like that. Like this is what you are getting. And when it comes to me, you know, during COVID, I really kind of started making these silly videos and stuff because that was just me. That's and then I thought, why am I showing more of this? Because this is yeah. the true me. And so I, that's when I was just like, right, anything that's on Instagram, it's just going to be a candid moment or it's going to be me being stupid or me taking the mickey out of myself or like, you know, and that's kind of what I want to show other people that there's, you know, there's no angles. There's no this. I am me. This is real. And I think that is important, especially when you have young kids and these yeah. kids are growing up with social media you know, there is a lot of falseness on there and I am in the industries and I see it all the time. So the one thing that I pride myself on is being real and showing my kids that I am real and showing them that this is mummy's work. This is just mummy, you yeah. know? And I can absolutely, you don't need me to, but I can absolutely vouch for that. Having worked with quite a number of people that have got public profiles, the the authentic approach that you have to life in your socials is so, so real. And I think sometimes, that just comes sometimes through. Sometimes not great real, but it's real. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, 
She's going to regret posting that. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I, don't do I do think about that when I'm like, you know, dressed up in stupid outfits and singing to the camera on Christmas carols. And I'm like, well, oh, do you know what got me was when my eldest son started school this year. And it was like, you know, that whole new realm, like you're, as a parent, mm. you're opening like yourself mm. to this whole thing. And I thought, oh my God, all these moms and dads mm-hmm. have no idea. And and then I got kind of got this like, oh my God, if anyone ever finds me on Instagram, and there I am, like <laughs> but they probably already follow me on Instagram. That's the thing. Oh. They're probably like, wait, I know her. They're like, hang on, she looks at me. <laughs> she, she's not wearing the Christmas hat and the stupid Christmas, or she's not got a bottle of wine. And... <laughs> yeah, it's more the wine and the chocolate. <laughs> I know. I know it's my weakness. What can I say? <laughs> when we connected on Instagram, um, that is why I was drawn to you. And then, you know, it kind of like it took you a while being a little bit skeptic yeah. of my world, probably like I'm a little bit skeptic of yours in terms of what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, but is it really changing? But anyway, you kind of like opened up to it and you decided mm. to come. So talk us through why you came to connect with me, I guess, and what I do. In yeah. I mean, huge skeptic, huge <laughs> skeptic. Um, I do feel like I am spiritual and I do bl- like, you know, <laughs> believe in that. But then at the same time, I don't, you know, like you just uh, rein it in, Nikki. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's kind of like um, you believe, but you don't really know what you believe. So it's yeah. like. And then also at the same time, it's like I did, was interested in like having a reading and, and learning about all that kind of stuff. But then, you know, there's so many people out there pretending that they can do it and then, you know, they just ruin it for you. So yeah. at the same time, I was like, how do you know you're going to the right person or how do you know they're real and how do you know they're going to connect mm. with you? So huge skeptic. And at the same time, a part of you is like, you know, jump in the deep end give it a go I was also very like nah don't like don't waste your time so yeah when we connected on Instagram I was very skeptic and I think it took me a few days to like yeah. really like banter back yeah. but I spoke to my husband about it. I think I spoke to my family about it like it was a big deal oh my gosh I've been through everyone's vetting system oh, yeah. I didn't realize oh yeah no no and um, then, yeah, I decided, okay, okay, like just do it. What, what? Either it's going to be amazing, or either it's going to, you know, make you realize you were right. So just go do it. Um, and then it was probably a very nerve wracking couple of sleeps before <laughs> for the first time. I couldn't stop thinking about. It. I was like, what have I done? What am I doing? Like, do you really want to open up this whole like new chapter? Like, and then when I turned up, how many wees did I do? Oh, my gosh, she's so funny. So, like, we'd obviously been talking online for a bit. Like, you know, it was like we're online dating. Like, (laughs) so we had our first date. Anyway, so she came in. She's just like, hi, it's so nice to meet you. Look, I just really need to use your bathroom. I was like, oh, (laughs) of course. Nice to meet you, but I need to do a wee real bad. (laughs) Break the ice, you know. I like to keep it real. (laughs) And so the yeah. intention behind you coming, like what was it that kind of you thought, oh, maybe I'll kind of connect into this or that? Yeah. Well, the one thing that is always on my mind. So my best friend passed away when she was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously at 14, there's a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things like I live my life now always wondering what would she be like? What would she, you know, would she have a family? Like I, I always think about it. She's a huge part of my life. And so 
I did really want to connect with her. So I, I like came to you with basically her on my mind. I was like, am I going to connect with her? Is this going to happen? And I had had, um, so all of my grandparents have passed Mm -hmm. as well. And one had just passed. So I kind of was like, well, now's a good time to go because there's, you know, been a recent passing in the family. I wanted to see if my best friend could come through. And then also my um, dog, which I know, I'd like, again, I didn't know your abilities and I didn't know, like, if dogs come through, all that kind of stuff. Like, you hope that, you know, you're going to be able to speak to your so-called, you know, little little buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was a part of my life for, like, 17. And, God, did we go through roller coaster rides together. But she was a little soul that got me through so much. So I came to you with basically these three things, right? Mm-hmm these three things and that's all I could think about and so I just thought you're either going to home in or you're not you after I did about three ways you sat me on the couch and ruined your life (laughs) and then you basically opened up with so I have to let you know that there is a third soul waiting to come down I think I burst into tears I think I just burst into tears because Obviously, I had two beautiful sons. My fertility story is mm. again another roller coaster. Four miscarriages before my first mm. child, and then got told we could never have kids, and then we have two beautiful boys. So in my mind, I was like, oh. a conversation I'd had with my husband like three weeks before. Like, do we want to try for another kid? Is this on the cards for us? Is this something we could emotionally do? Like, you know, is this something we financially could do? Mm. All these questions. And we had basically decided no. Yeah. Like for selfish reasons, no, wasn't going to happen. And you opened up with that. There is a third soul waiting to come down. This third soul doesn't want you to not to do it for selfish reasons. I think that was like your second line. Oh my God, really? I was just bawling in front of you. And I just remember thinking, how do you know we had just had this conversation? How, like, how are you opening with this? What about these other things that, like, there were yeah. so many questions going in my head. So basically I was so afraid of you <laughs> within a split, like, five minutes of meeting you. But, yeah, you, you, this third soul thing just really got to me. And then you, you led into talking about my eldest son. And at the time he was nonstop talking about a ghost, a ghost, a ghost, a ghost. We didn't know if he'd maybe seen like a movie with a ghost in it or was watching like a YouTube thing and, you know, like, a, like a, a, you know, there's ghosts and bluey and all this kind of stuff, yeah. you know, so we didn't, we just thought he'd been watching it. Um, but my God, you just kept like hitting the nail on the head with like multiple things Um saying my eldest son already is connected with the spirit you said that they almost like play together in his room but the spirit is connected to a room that is heavily dominated by your husband however your husband doesn't like sleep in there so that was the spare room where my husband kept his clothes right next to my eldest son's room Mm -hmm. you were just saying things um 
like this was the spirit of your mother's miscarriage how the hell did you know that my mother had a miscarriage I don't remember all this I don't remember any of this and then you said um what was the other like nail on the on the head with this you you said this energy of this third soul that is waiting to come down is very feminine and you said um but don't go out and have this third child thinking it's a girl and then you're like what do you have now and I was like two boys and you're like yeah don't go and have this thing you know in hopes it's a girl you you said it's just a very feminine energy that I'm getting um and then you're like you're going to be pregnant before Christmas well then you lost me because then I just cracked up laughing and I was like no I'm not going to be pregnant before Christmas like that is not happening um because we would have met just before lockdown the first lockdown wouldn't we yes yeah 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 and then and then obviously all these things were just freaking the shit out of me (laughs) because it was just like so on par and so just things that you wouldn't know and and if we keep on the same storyline of Billy, well, Billy was conceived kind of as a miracle almost. She was very early um, before um, ovulation. So basically my, my doctors could never, my OB could never calculate when her due date was because it was just like she basically it shouldn't have I shouldn't have been able to conceive when that time was yeah wow then the day we found out that we were pregnant we actually lost my husband's grandmother who was Mm. very much like a mother figure to him and so we woke up to the news that Mm. she had passed and then I basically was like And every single pregnancy I'd gone through, that is how we found out I was pregnant because I was just so nauseous. And we both just looked at each other. And um, and then I peed on sick, pregnant. But then the funny thing is like two hours later, my youngest starts vomiting and we're like, he can't be pregnant. It's then my starts vomiting, he can't be pregnant. Then we all had gastro, but I was the first to go. Oh, that's so funny. But wait, also, did you decide to try for her or did you? No. Because I know your husband was just like, every time you come near me, he's like, do not come home telling me we're having another kid. Yeah. Yeah. No, we did. She definitely okay. we did not try to have her. No. Okay. Wow. She was a very much pure surprise. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, everything you said about her just there's even things that you spoke about in the reading that just I did not understand at the time. And there's one thing um, that you said, you were like, this third soul, you're you're going to have this baby for your husband. This this third soul, like obviously you're very connected, but this third soul, you know, you're going to have this for your husband. At the time I was sitting there looking at you going, hmm, why on earth would I carry a child for nine months go through all the drama like when when I get pregnant I have terrible nosebleeds I am like horrendously nauseous like I have sciatica issues um if you really want to know more hernia is like horrible horrible and 
And so I'm sitting there in this thing going, hmm, no, no. no. Yeah, like you love him, but not that much. Yeah, I don't think you're right there. Um, And then I think it was this year or last year that just like hit the nail on the head, the connection of what you had said and the reasoning behind that. Perfectly clear now, 100%. Um, Mm. You also said like this, obviously the soul was your mother's miscarriage, but the connection that um, it wanted was with your mother in a different way. They, their bond is like oh, ridiculous. Really? ridiculous. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. For a big skeptic to go into this reading. Mm. Wow. Like the story of Billy, how she came about everything that you said was just you couldn't write that. And I did not leave there going, all right, I'm going to get pregnant. I'm going to have a go. It's going to be before Christmas. Like this is going to happen. No, no, like no. With my track yeah. record of getting pregnant, there is no way that I could have planned it. Secondly, won the lottery with the sex of the child because mm. you can't. I mean, I mean, there are people out there that say that you can. There's certain, you know, little, positions and lifting your leg and all this kind of stuff Mm, I don't know I'm I don't think that's true so the fact that I had two boys and then a girl and then secondly with my track record of miscarriages yeah um I that was the whole big reason why we didn't want to um yeah you know go down the road of having uh, another baby we just emotionally mentally just were like okay we're we're count our blessings every day for our two sons yeah. um you know we did win the lotto with them so yeah. <laughs> how many times can you win the lotto <laughs> Do you know Three, apparently you should have bought a lotto ticket instead of oh, having i know right but it, i um, love that approach that you know i think when people come to see someone like me they're really looking for absolutes and answers and i think mm. i'm maybe unknowingly, but you were just open energetically and energetically there was something maybe just desiring to come through for your family. Now you could have gone away and and literally prevented that and said, no, that's not for us and that's totally fine. But maybe just being open to it and then going, okay, well, like if this thing's going to come through, it's going to come through. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And then when it did, you probably needed to hear it so it wasn't so much a surprise. Yeah. And so in a way, kind of subconsciously, you were expecting it. Well, we definitely, like, as I said, it was a conversation my husband and I had had, you know, three three to four weeks prior. It was, are we done? Like, you know, like we live away from our families. We live in Australia. All of our families are in New Zealand. So for us, it was like we're building this beautiful family and we're so lucky that we can um do we want to expand it and then we were just like obviously that would be amazing but with expanding it comes the possibility that you can't expand it the Mm -hmm. possibilities of all the trouble that you can go through falling pregnant being pregnant and then you know if if the baby does come about that's that's three kids that you've got to you know nourish put through school put through you know try and do give them an amazing life like can can we do that so there was there was so many questions about it, and then it had come to the point where we're like, let's we've got two kids we didn't never thought we could have. Like, why are we thinking beyond that? You know, like it's just kind of lucky stars. And then I saw you, and then you really, really stirred the pot on that one, didn't you? 
I'm like, not for nothing, but I can get people pregnant. Not myself, but like other people. I don't know how I do it. But like, I'm really good with Mm. babies. So if you're like, I don't know how you do it. Either do I. But like, I need to like work that magic on myself. But yeah, babies seem to like be really strong (laughs) with me. I love it. It's so gorgeous. And if you go onto Nikki's um, Instagram page, this kid is the cutest freaking kid. Like I just want to eat her head. Like she's like a little marshmallow head. Can you can you channel in and let me know when she's going to grow some hair? <laughs> she won't, like, she won't, you she won't graduate ability? high school without hair. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. But there's a big gap between then. She's just so cute, but she's so she's bald. so cute. Stop so it. Bald. You leave her alone. You leave my baby alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, going just going back to everything that you have said to me. Am I still a skeptic? Well, um, n- no. Like, I mean, there's definitely things that you have said uh, we've done about what three readings now yeah, in total I think and every time I come to you skeptic <laughs> I'm like maybe her ability's gone maybe maybe she's not gonna chant maybe uh, you know she's not like even the recent one which was only what last week yeah we met recently yeah I came to you not telling you anything and just said I'm here to see what comes up and again you just like blew me out of the water with what you said um and then I remember the middle um reading we did was during the second lockdown yeah and so that one was over zoom so again I was skeptic like how do you do this over zoom oh, you know? yeah, zero difference to me was there yeah. a difference did you feel a difference no 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 I didn't I didn't, but I, I think I was skeptic with that one because I was like, how do yeah. you, you know, how do you do this over over a screen? Mm. Um, but that was, oh, that was freaky, that one. Mm. I don't know if you remember. So, I remember it was a lot about um, Dane's grandmother and, yes. and she was just really strong in that. Yes, so obviously she had just passed, mm. so I wanted to... I basically was doing that reading for my husband Mm. Um, and I was also pregnant but kind of wasn't going to tell you. Um, Again, was just like trying to like give you a little test. Can't lie to a psychic doll. (laughs) I know. And I remember the first thing you said when I jumped on, we were just chatting away and then you go, oh, um, you might have, you might maybe have a miscarriage coming up and like, or you said something, I can't remember the exact wording of it, but you were like, there's, there's something going to happen. Are you trying to have a baby? And I went, I'm pregnant. And I think from everything that I've gone through with my previous Mm. kids, I just basically like built up this little, like, wall inside me and was like all right okay like this whole pregnancy came about in a way that you know it shouldn't have maybe this is you know whatever um 
And then I could just see it all over your face that you just. I hate telling people stuff like that. Yeah, you definitely. And there was, you know, there was just no doubt about that moment. It was just so raw and real and it was just, um, and then I did have not a miscarriage, Mm. but I did have a very big bleed and it was I about, think I went to miscarriage because I saw blood. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, there's... did I say that? I can't remember. But I can't remember the exact wording of it. Yeah. But you did say I'm seeing a lot of blood like a miscarriage or something like that. You definitely said, yeah. And then you said, are you planning to have a baby? Or because I think you knew, I think we'd spoken about obviously my past with mm. my kids previously. So I, you know, I was, you were like, oh no, I'm definitely seeing it like, you know, and then, yeah, I can't remember how long after that reading it was, but yeah, I had a huge bleed, couldn't leave the bathroom, had to get taken to my obstetrician. And by the time I got to my obstetrician, I had gone into a full, like, you know, okay, this is happening, just go through the the motions again for the fifth time. Like, we can do this. Um, a lot harder when you've got two kids. Um, but I And then I walked into my obstetrician and he was just like, okay, I don't understand this because you were here like two weeks ago having a scan. He's like, but jump on the table, let's have a go. The strongest heartbeat. She was having a party for one with like glow sticks, like going hard, marching by herself. And he's like, I have no idea what has happened. Yeah, wow. How like, you know, basically like couldn't even figure out where the blood was coming from, nothing. He was just like, she's fine. Well, it's it's fine Um, because it was still, I think we were, I think we're like 13 weeks, 13, 14 weeks. And obviously being in lockdown, we were kind of, you know, keeping it quiet. We kind of still didn't believe what was going on. And having the history we had, we always kept it to ourselves as long as we could because we were just petrified the whole way through every single pregnancy we've had, petrified that at any moment. Think this this what I was thought was happening was going to happen. So yeah, you've definitely you've definitely pulled me out of my non skeptic zone but at the same time it keeps wanting to come back it keeps like going you know is this real because you hear all these things and every reading I've had with you has been so incredible like life-changing literally (laughs) literally multiplying life yeah multiplying um but it's just it's kind of it gives me goosebumps because it's it's even if it's not the psychic stuff and it's more the spiritual guidance stuff, which I never knew existed or even knew I needed or wanted to hear that kind of thing. um, That just, every time I leave you or meet with you, I leave so inspired and so motivated and so just like mentally in this amazing headspace that it's just such a it's such a strong feeling you know because you just it's almost like you just had a really good chat with yourself in the mirror <laughs> well can i i'll like give you the take on why you feel that way and that's exactly it because there's nothing that i can say to you or see for you yeah. that you have that isn't true to you 
So whilst like we might be saying, oh, yeah, that there's this female energy coming through, I'm sure on some level you had always kind of just known there was something in you being a girl mom or there was something in you that maybe wasn't quite done with the babies and practically make your decision not to do that, totally fine. And then, you know, with the business stuff, there's something in you that knows like, oh, this is maybe what I want or the direction I want to go in. And then all any kind of guide is doing, anyone in my seat is doing, is just reflecting your truth back to you. So how do you see that? Like how? The only way I can describe it is I literally just give myself over to your energy. So it's not like this, but you know that scene in Ghost? Where yeah. Whoopi Gold is Whoopi Goldberg the ghost? No, he was the ghost, wasn't he? And ghost. he goes into Whoopi Goldberg's body to like. Yes. See. It, it's not like that at all, but that's the only thing I kind of liken it to. Right. So I'm just kind of in your energy. So because I don't have your day to day fears, I don't have your whole lived experience in my memory bank. I'm not in your emotion. Then I can see clearly of all the options, all the higher self, exactly where you're going, what the blocks are. And I'm just mirroring that back to you. Wow. And then sometimes okay. you don't understand it. Like you said, like, like why, would I, why would this baby be for my husband? That feels weird. And then as it transpires, you're like, oh, now I get it. Hmm. Or like, oh, there was a bleed. Oh, okay. I've obviously needed to know that. Like my higher self knew you need to know this so you do not feel yeah. So you almost are expecting it. Yeah. So it, it doesn't have this emotional charge to it because our emotions are just energy. And so when we're really feeling strongly emotionally, we can shift things maybe not into our favor because of that energy is really strong. And wow. so that's just how I do it. And so when people say to me, I mean, we've talked about it, you mm. know, kind of more on a personal level so I can remember some of this stuff. But most of the time people say, and you said this, I'm like, did I? What else did I say? Well, how many readings do you do a day? And I do a lot of readings a day. So there's a lot of people I see a week. Yeah. Yeah. And like I can imagine your, the stories, you won't be able to connect who that was to or, you know, like, you know, but I have a lot of skeptics also on my Instagram, right? Like a lot. And anytime I've done like a story from you and it's just been me outside your house telling (laughs) my followers that I need to do a week Um, because I'm meeting with you. Um, and then I get bombarded with like, hmm, you know, and I can relate because that yeah. that's me before I got to see you. Um, but one thing, and I, you know, like as I sat there for that first reading, I was sitting there going, hmm, how's it be God? Do you know what I mean? Like waiting. I know, most people do. And you're probably sitting there, oh my God, when is she actually going to relax and be And like, do you know what? Yeah. And as soon as you relax, what happens? Your friend can come through. Yes, and you said, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but everyone always says to me, how do you know, like she could have Googled that. Like how can how can, how can can you know? I wish I was that smart. I'm not that smart, guys. Sorry, I really had to do well, no, but but A life. lot of the stuff that you said, no one knows. So, you know, only a very small handful of people know I lost my best friend. But then you also said there's energy coming from this, your side like here there's energy coming here they're like saying here her initials are tattooed oh on, on my, and I don't know if you remember that and no. I, I was like oh my god this is the moment I've been waiting for <laughs> and then you said this <clears throat> this this person is, is 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 connected to you here and then you basically 
just reeled off the most incredible stuff. I don't know, again, if you can remember this, but so she was a big part of my life. She was my best friend. So always someone to talk to, always someone to have that relationship with. And I feel like in this world, you are so lucky if you get that and you might not get it again. Do you know what I mean? When you find that person and you said to me, you told me stuff about her that no one could know, no one could know. Then you said, she sent you your husband. Oh, I don't know if you remember this. And you no. said, and then you said, but she had to do it again. She's done it twice. She sent you him twice because you didn't like, you didn't get it the first time. And the whole thing about me and my husband is someone's like, oh, so how did you guys first meet? We always crack up laughing because there's two stories because I don't remember meeting him the first time. And we always crack up about this whole like double meet thing. And then you were like, she sent she sent him to me twice because I was like, la, la, la. Um, but you were just like, this stuff's not on Google. Do you know what I mean? The stuff about Billy and how she came about and my mum and the connections and all this kind of stuff. You can't, you can't come up with that. You can't research that. And I certainly cannot follow that book by book to make it happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, so for sure. Like three things. Yeah. And it's like juggling balls. Like you can't, you can't, and, you know. And just FYI, most of my clients aren't Google Googleable. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> but- <laughs> You're Googleable. But also, like, even if someone is, you can research them, just say you could, right? Hmm. Energetically, we're all so, like, it's, it never reflects the actual persona that's out there. Yeah. And I think that's the benefit of working with people in the public eye, that they've got this persona or you, you make assumptions about them because of what you see. Yeah. But energetically, they are just as insecure and scared and fearful as everybody else. And they have all their shit. So many times I've literally, for example, read for people that have made their living off, let's just say their relationship or their situation in life. And it's all bullshit. Mm. And so when they're sitting in front of you, you can see that straight away. So any kind of reader that attempts to do that, a oh my God, what a phenomenal waste of time. You've got a lot of time on your hands and a good memory to remember that. Yeah. But it is about that deep connection. And I love connecting with the authenticity and the truth of people and in their vulnerabilities and in their fears. And and that's really, it's just an experience of holding. No one can really say this is going to happen on this date. And if they could, who cares? Like you've still got to turn up to that place. You've still got to be open to that. And like that we said, like the spirit wants to come through you know, you were just kind of like open to it. You weren't trying to make it happen. It reminds me of my grandfather who had just passed away. And you you said, is there anyone else? And you're like, oh. And I said, my grandparents, I'd like to just know that they're okay. <laughs> and you went, there's, there's a masculine, there's a, there's a male. He's too tired to come through. But he says he's okay. And that is so my grandfather, like just so like, meh, I'm I'm tired. Like I'm, and he the way he passed away was very sleepy. 
thing. So that just kind of hit the nail on the head. And then you said, and now there's a grandmother coming through. Um, she doesn't really want to do this, like talk like this. But if she had to, you could cook more for your family. And that is my mother's mother who was like, so like, you know, like back in the day, you have to cook and you have to, you know, nurture your family. And there's, and then you said with the cookbook in your pantry. So there's a cookbook in my pantry that is like from her to my mother, to me, photocopied with all the recipes. And I was just like, again, do you use it? You know that, you know, and getting the way that you said that about these two grandparents, like, how would you know that? And then another best, another good friend of mine came through who passed away. Um, and the way you said it was like, I had to think about this person, first of all. And then it just like hit me. And I was like, how would you know? So they passed away doing breathing work in a pool. Oh. They they drowned. And you and you brought this up and you said they want you to know that they know that they took it too far. Like they're laughing, they're laughing. They're like, I didn't mean to take it that far. Like everything's fine, you know? And it's just like, again, this this is stuff that you can't research. This is stuff that no, not many people know about me or like, and it's funny because I dissected a lot of our first reading, being such a skeptic, having the reading, leaving basically like feeling like this, this superhuman like with these powers and like you know feeling just so motivated I dissected it for days days and days and days I think I'm still dissecting our readings as we go along like every you know but it's just your ability is real Mm -hmm. you will probably that be the only person I ever go and see because cheat on me you better not just kidding you can cheat on me I but I feel like you know you had definitely have made me think about this whole side of things. As and a result of that, do you feel maybe because of your skepticism there, there maybe was ways in which you could connect to yourself that you hadn't because of that. And oh, now maybe there 100%, 100%. is. Okay. Oh, that's, that's so nice. A hundred percent. Like I have always felt like with with my when my best friend passed, I knew exactly she had gone. I knew she had gone. I was on a plane to Hawaii, and I looked out the window, and I turned to my mom, and I went, "Alex is gone." Cool. And then there have been other situations in my life that I've just managed to be like, "This has happened." Like it's been like really freaky. That's why I feel like I feel like I am spiritual, but then I I try and shut it down because I'm like it's so unknown mm. and. I'm like, there's not enough that I know about it. So it's just my brain. It's my brain doing these things on me, you know. Um, but then I'm so intrigued by it. I like watch heaps of shows and I love like, you know, like I'm very intrigued by it. Um, but then when it comes to you personally going to see someone, that's scary. Yeah. Because it's like either your dream's going to be shattered. Yeah. Like your idea of skepticism, like, it's going to be like, told you yeah. so, you know, yeah. like, and then it's like this little thought that you had was like, just shut down or you're going to go and you're going to be like, wow, okay, this is real. So it was either win-win, you know, like it was either. I believe people will always find what they're looking for. Really? Yeah. And if you're looking for 
you know, that's that skeptic that comes. I rarely get them to be really honest. But what about, I'm, do, I'm looking for the lotto ticket numbers. No, same. I'm really looking for those. Is that doesn't, made, doesn't, like, doesn't work like that? I wish. Could you imagine? I wouldn't, I'd just do it myself and I wouldn't see any of you. I'd I know, right? Somewhere amazing. But I think people find what they're looking for. And when people come and they've got that energy of skepticism, it's so hard to read them purely because they're blocked. And I'm just like, this is so boring because you're just being annoying. Like it's just blocked. Yeah. And so I would always just advise people, don't come thinking I've got any type of answer that you don't have yourself. Come just to have a little connection with yourself, just to be held yeah. for five minutes, just to be heard, to be nourished yeah. for a well, little bit. Well, that's the thing. And I, when I first came to you, it was like, I don't know anything about what you do, your abilities, or what the hell is going to happen in this. I'm just here because I'm intrigued. And I was open to the what was going to happen. Yeah, and it was that's the, the best way to come through. Best experience, like probably one of my most favorite experiences of my life. And I'm not Aww. just saying that because this is your podcast. I'm don't tell, don't tell your husband. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm not secretly, allowed to come to your house anyway, as it is. I, I know. I think secretly it would be interesting to know if he like comes up with like dinner plans that night. I think at the end of the he he too is a skeptic that's certainly come around. My mom, like a lot of the stuff that I have passed on information, she and the stuff that I have no idea about because you've said a lot about my mother's mother and my mother's father, and I never got to meet my mother's father, so I don't know anything about him really other than his name I think I've seen like a couple of photos of him in the old family albums but I don't know a lot about him and the recent reading I went to you you said he's very um heavily involved with Billy now as is my husband's grandmother who she is named after but everything you've said about that again has come like spot on um but she too is now like Okay, well, it's hard, it's hard to not look at all this information and be like, there's no way you would know this about our family. Oh, like, how would you know, you know? So I, I, I think if, if you are a skeptic, I highly recommend just put yourself out there and give it a go and then you will have the answers. And like, and like like you did, go to, obviously, you can come to me, but whoever just feels right for you, whoever feels... Yeah that you're just connected with or drawn to and just trust that and just that openness, that curiosity. Um, don't shoot yourself in the foot by being so sceptical and like that you're trying to have that person prove their yeah. ability to you because you're just blocking it. Don't do what I did in my very first reading, going to hear that my boyfriend was going to want me back because yeah. that dream was shattered. Um, and just go open and go, okay, I just, I'm, I'm just here to be seen. I'm here to be yeah. helped. And one thing I have to say about you is you, just the moment you opened that door, I forgot how nervous I was. Like you just had this energy about you that was just so warm and you were just like the sweetest, oh my God, you just, you made me feel so comfortable in like a split second and and then I once I left you and went and did away and then I was like shitting myself again and then when I came back to you, you just have this most nurturing, like amazing energy that that's why I, you know, and now I'm friends with you because I just think you're such a rare 
an incredible down-to-earth person and that portrays when someone comes into you for something that is is nerve-wracking oh yeah so many emotions behind it and you just put me at ease like and I'm sure there are people out there that just you know just like hey sit down yeah I'll tell yeah I'll tap it like you just give so much of yourself in that moment and I just think that's very rare and so incredible I think it's such an honor to be trusted to hold your space like I just I often think like who am I to do like who am I to do this shut up like go back to teaching like who are you to do this I just love people I think people in their truth are so freaking beautiful Mm. And I just, I just think it's a huge honor. So that's why a lot of people are skeptic because they, it's almost like they don't want to let their guard down or actually, I don't think they realize it goes to that level. I think they're just, I think they're skeptic because people love the idea or are very attached to the egoic idea that they are completely in control. Yeah. Um, That people um, are really ultimately just afraid of hearing something they don't want to hear. Yeah, and it's unknown as well, isn't it? Yeah, totally. And people spend their entire existence controlling how they are seen, even more so now. Mm. By I control what's Mm. put out there. I control what everything looks like. So if I have to sit in front of someone in my, for want of a better word, nakedness, Mm. that is very very uncomfortable. We don't live in tribes anymore. We don't live in these villages. We don't live with people that truly know the truth of us. So to put yourself in that position, I already admire anyone who sits in front of me for that reason alone. What you take from it is none of my business. You can love it. You can hate it. It it is what it is. Yeah. Um, But I will say most people come back. And I think when they come back, it's so lovely to hear you know, and, and because of this, like I shifted that and this and that, and it's like, oh, that's exciting. Like how cool that, that, you know, just being, opening yourself to being seen could maybe allow you to see yourself in that potential, in that light, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think after that first reading, I said to you, how many times is too many times that I can come and see you? Because it was just like this, this awakening inside me. It was like, okay, I do have I do have rules around that. I do have yeah. rules around that. Not 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 for you to have wine, but like for reading, I have rules around that. Yeah. Um, so how like because so I mean, a full reading, like it's really good to leave around twelve months. Yeah. But I understand that people will often find themselves in a situation because things shift and move that they need clarity. So I do offer like quick recorded readings. So you can ask me a question. I'll record the guidance. So you can have that whenever you want. Yeah. Energy healing, um, we need to do that. We haven't done that yet. Energy healing, like whatever you want. Um, but then people will jump on mentoring. So it's just literally a conversation, but it's all channeled. Yeah. So you're like, Which this is, is kind of similar and- to what we did the yeah. last time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mentoring yeah. is a huge part of my work now. And it's I love that work because it's not just a reading per se. It's like, here's the mirror and here's the healing or here's the shadow, yeah. or here's the trigger. Let's heal it. Yeah. So that you can move through things. Yeah. Thank you for being so open. Thank you for oh my gosh. Facing Thank your you for literally changing my life. <laughs> but no more children. No I'm more done. Children. <laughs> I'm done. You've, and you've I think that's me. what we said when I walked in last time. I was like, don't even tell me. And you're like, you're good. 
I was I was near Nikki's house the other night and she said and she said to her husband, Oh, Kirsten might pop around for a wine. And he's like, What? He's not she's not coming here with more children, is she? I'm like, I'm just not allowed in. I think he's I think he's he's so petrified of just like everything that has happened and everything you've told me and everything that's like it's just it's scary, I guess, being that person, you know, like yeah, we're we do this and I can, un- like, you know, and then I'm just telling him and he hasn't met you. I think the moment he gets to meet you, yeah. he'll be like, fine. But yeah, well, she's, she's normal. She's just as mental as all of us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But no, thanks for having me. No, of course. It's just such a beautiful one. And I think this is the thing about this work. It's so beautiful. But for oh, you yeah. to be brave enough to share it with your community, I think is also really admirable because like you say, you will get that you know, kickback from it as well. So yeah. if you want to, I mean, you just have to go on his Instagram to check out um, her beautiful baby girl. She's just so delicious. If you want to brighten oh. your day, go and look at that video. And it's weird. Of her. I cannot imagine my life without her. Like she oh. definitely completes our family and has been like the little rock for our family oh. and her bond with the eldest is like ridiculous so beautiful yeah she's pretty amazing so I feel it's weird I feel like if I hadn't met you and we hadn't sat down it always is like what would have happened because I went into that in the dark and then been so petrified that I could have caused something myself you know like oh this just yeah 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 you just didn't want it or whatever it was yeah for sure yeah We'll follow Nikki yeah. along with her story. If you've got any questions, like you're so open, so ask away, ask me, um, and we'll get to answering them. But thanks so much for making the time to chat through your skepticism with us. Anytime, anytime. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.